Hey, hey, Revelation Wellness friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Revelation Wellness Podcast. We have a Revving the Word episode for you today. Our friend Katrina is back with us for a pyramid style interval workout that is sure to get your heart rate up and your heart aligned with God's word as she unpacks the ripple effect of obedience and what different seasons of obedience look like for each of us. This is a good one, friends, so get ready. And in case you haven't heard the news, we're kicking off a brand new free mini challenge. Our Move in Love mini challenge starts today, October 10th, and it is completely free. We would love you to join us as we spend the rest of October learning how to move our bodies from a place of joy and acceptance and not shame or should. This free challenge is for all fitness levels who are ready to get thankful for our bodies and how God made each of us to move from a place of gratitude. Each day, we'll suggest a RevWell TV workout to help you get started on your journey. And speaking of RevWell TV, did you know that it is completely free too? That's right. By signing up for RevWell TV, you will not only get access to this challenge, but you will get access to hundreds of free workouts. Everything from gentle stretching, to high intensity workouts and everything in between. There is something truly for everybody and every ability. This is one of the ways we move in love here at Revelation Wellness, and we hope you will come join us and join in the fun for the rest of October. So be sure to swipe up on the show notes to join us and start moving in love with us today. Enjoy the episode today, friends. We will see you soon in all the places. Peace. Getting the playlist started in three, two, one. Here we go. Well, hello, friends. Welcome to another Revving the Word, where we get to move our bodies while hearing God's truth. My name is Katrina Canfield, and I get to serve as the Executive Director of Communications with Rev, one of my greatest joys. And also being with you guys today is a great joy. So we are warming up. We're warming up and I want you to think nice and tall, nice and long for your spine. And you guys, sometimes the hardest part is just pushing play. So well done, you did it. Lift the corners of your mouth and remind yourself this truly is a get to. How do you feel in your body today? Maybe you feel awesome. Maybe you feel a little tired, a little weary. Wherever you're at today, it is good. And the fact that you are here to integrate your body, your soul, your mind, your spirit into alignment with the truth of God's word, it's good. So today we get to do some intervals. 
intervals are basically time periods of work and rest. And I'm really excited today because we are going to do a pyramid style interval workout. <laughs> and don't let that scare you, I will walk you through it. But basically we're gonna have equal parts of work to rest ratios. We're gonna start with less time and add time as we go, but I will walk you through all of that and it's gonna be good, you guys. So whether you're walking or running or riding a bike or going for a hike or roller skating or whatever form of movement you're doing today, think nice and light and easy as we're warming up. Heart rate should be coming up just a little bit here. And in just one minute, we are going to jump into our first interval, okay? And today we're gonna to be talking about obedience. Seasons of obedience is this, this phrase that God has really put on my heart and my mind lately. How do we continue to follow him as he invites us into different seasons, the good, the bad, the hard, the monotonous, the scary. And the scripture we're gonna be working in today is Matthew 6:33. It says, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. So I'm gonna pray and then we are going to jump into our first interval. <laughs> God, we invite you into this workout. We invite you into this place. God, we are thankful for our good bodies that can move, that can get uncomfortable. We are training ourselves to continue to say yes to you in obedience in whatever season we find ourselves, God. So be with us, be with us, heart, soul, mind, strength, body, all of the places today as we move. Amen. Okay, first interval is gonna be 30 seconds of work, 30 seconds of rest. We're starting in three, two, one, here we go. Okay, so you're gonna pick up the pace, increase the intensity. On a scale of one to 10, you probably wanna be maybe a seven, seven here, seven to eight. First interval getting into it always feels a little bit wonky, a little bit weird, but it's okay. I want you to continue to think of a long spine, lifting your chin, and we've got three, two, one, and now we're resting, okay? So when you are resting, you get to do whatever you need to do to bring that heart rate down, okay? That first interval, doesn't eh, feel too bad, right? We're gonna build this pyramid. Second interval is gonna be 45 seconds, then a minute, then two minutes, then four minutes, and back down, okay? Five more seconds, we're into 45 seconds. Ready, here we go, you're in it, you're in it. So, when we're doing intervals, the goal is to work at a pretty intense rate. And you're gonna hear me get out of breath as I'm trying to speak and move at the same time, and it's good, okay? 
comfortable being uncomfortable. It's always a good time to increase the intensity when there's a little trumpet playing in the background, right? Come on, we got 10 more seconds here. Keep it up. Six, three, two, one, rest. I encourage you, make it to the very end. When I'm counting down, don't slow down until I say rest, okay? Finish strong. Whoo! Good job, friends. We got 30 more seconds of rest, and then we are going into our one-minute interval, okay? These longer intervals are going to be challenging, and it's okay. So let your heart rate come down. Enjoy the rest. We got 10 more seconds here. Three, two, one. Here we go. One minute hard work. Okay. I know as these get longer, they're going to feel more challenging. Stay in it. Engage your core. Ah. And if you hear me making noises, I, I just can't help it. <laughs> I'm in it with you here. So how do we follow the Lord in obedience in different seasons? Some seasons feel like this interval, right? Fast, furious, tiring, hard, you're out of breath. You don't know if you can maintain it. And some seasons feel like the rest. Or maybe it's almost a little boring and monotonous. And sometimes it feels like whichever one we're doing, we want to be in the other place. Five seconds. Three, two, one. Rest for an entire minute, okay? So even in those rest, listen to your body. You want to maintain a pace of movement while allowing your heart rate to come down. We're preparing for the next interval, which is two minutes, okay? <laughs> so when we think of obedience, I know for me, sometimes I wonder why it's always hard. Just as we have to train our physical bodies as we're working out to say yes to the, to the discipline of showing up and putting in the work, I think with obedience, when we say yes to God, it becomes more natural maybe to say yes. But it doesn't mean it's not going to be hard. It doesn't mean it's always going to be easy. We've got three more seconds, and we're in this long two minutes. Okay, right here, two minutes. Two minutes of your best effort. Come on. If you're moving, and it feels challenging, you're doing it right. Come on. So maybe, depending on how you're moving, you increase resistance, you increase speed, you're increasing intentionality. I'm gonna bump up the resistance here on my bike a little bit. Good job, you guys. So the more we train ourselves to say yes to God in obedience, we're training those faith muscles. But that doesn't mean it's going to be easy. <laughs> Anyone else waiting for the time in life when 
Things just feel easy, right? Nailed it. I think I have small, small, small seasons <laughs> of those feelings, but most of the time, I'm like, what the heck am I doing? But it all comes back to that verse in Matthew 6:33. Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. <sighs> Come on. We got 40 more seconds here. Keep it up. Good job. Come on, we got this. For some of you, maybe pulling back the intensity is an act of obedience because you're used to overtraining and obsessing. And for some of you, pushing beyond what you think is possible is an act of obedience because it's in these uncomfortable places when we keep going, that's where the change happens. Come on. Three, two, one. All right. Two glorious minutes of rest here. Okay, so pull it back a little bit. You may want to think of this two minutes of rest as more of like some endurance work, so slow and steady. Woo! I don't know about you, but I'm really good about making life all about me, all about my comfort, security, <laughs> my schedule. But I'm learning as seasons change and as God asks me to follow him in new unexpected ways, <laughs> whether they're big and scary or small and mundane, it's because he knows what I need. And he has immeasurably more. How can you today, in whatever God is calling you to, whatever season you find yourself, how can you seek his kingdom and his righteousness <laughs> and not your own? Whew. We got 45 seconds here of rest. And then we're gonna go to the big guy, our four minute interval, okay? You can do it, you can do it. I almost took out this four minute interval. I'm like, that seems really long, but I know we can do it and we're in this together, okay? So heart rate should be coming down a little bit. I would say maybe four to six on a scale of one to 10 here. But again, listen to your body. You're free to do what you need. Good job, you guys. 10 more seconds. And then we're in to four minutes of work, okay? Three, two, one, go. All right. You are going to get uncomfortable here, and that's a good thing, okay? It's a good thing. So if you're tired and sweaty and a hot mess like I am, you're doing it right. You're doing it right. How can you make what he's calling you to do right now more about his kingdom and his glory and not your own comfort? Before that verse in Matthew, Jesus is talking about, don't worry about what you're gonna eat or drink or wear or storing up treasures on earth. Tell me I'm too young. Don't worry about those things. 
Because those things can keep us from saying yes to God in obedience. Amen. We get so caught up in those things, our own comfort, our own security, what other people think. It keeps us from saying yes to the Lord. But he knows what we need, and he has immeasurably more for us when we say yes to him. And God has had me in this weird season of dealing with some yucky things in my heart. I feel like I'm in this sort of slow and steady, yet it feels sort of like a marathon season of obedience, especially when it comes to parenting and trusting in the Lord. <laughs> and if I'm not careful, I can get really selfish and frustrated, and I can put my eyes on my immediate circumstance and forget the eternal perspective. Anyone else in the day in and day out and whoo. But I am training myself to seek first his kingdom. So that in whatever season of life, no matter how messy or Glamorous. <laughs> Those glamorous seasons are very, very short. <laughs> but how can I radiate his glory in the midst of it? Come on, you guys. We got a little over a minute. Keep it up. Keep it up. So proud of you. Now, when it comes to following God in obedience, do not let comparison keep you from following him. Amen. Do not let comparison. Isaiah 30, 21 says, whether you turn to the right or the left, your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way. Walk in it. This is the way. So whether you turn to the right or to the left, it doesn't say you're, you should never do that, but it says whether you do, keep walking in the way that God is calling you. 20 more seconds. Friends, we get so distracted by what other people are doing. We don't hear the voice of the Lord. Five seconds. Three, two, one. All right, bring it down. Woo! Heart rate should be coming down here, okay? Four minutes of rest. Okay, now I don't want this four minutes to be full out, complete, rest, stopping, you're still moving. Try to be at least a five on the scale, maybe a six. Kind of maintain this as a little bit of endurance as we're resting, right? And sometimes we have to redefine our definition of rest. Like rest, I thought rest means I just to get, get to stop completely and do nothing. Well, not exactly. <laughs> We get to slow ourselves down enough to listen to the Lord, but keep moving forward. So where are you tempted to compare yourself? 
and in which places are those comparisons distracting you from what God is calling you to do? Maybe it's social media. Maybe it's what your friends are doing. Maybe it's what other people in your church are doing or these big ministries they're launching or these new houses people are buying or other people's kids excelling and doing amazing things and you're barely holding it together. Can you, in the midst of that, bless the people around you? Bless, call them up, cheer them on as they're following the Lord in obedience in the specific way he's calling them, while at the same time continuing to walk in the way that God has called you. Whoo! Even if someone else has the life or the home or the family or the marriage or the fill in the blank that you want, can you bless them? Give away what you need. Give away what you need. Two more minutes of moderate rest right here. Come on. So I've, I mean, I've struggled with comparison over my life, like most of us in different ways and different seasons, but recently it's been a lot with my kids and comparing my kids and their behavior and their personalities to other people. And that does absolutely no good. And as a mom, here's a vulnerable moment, guys. As a mom, my go-to <laughs> when I get frustrated is to kind of passive-aggressively layer on some shame. Oh, saying that is so yucky, so yucky, but it's the truth. Like if I just show my kids what they're doing wrong in this yucky way, like they're, that's gonna make them change, right? And I am seeking the Lord in that. I have two amazing boys, ages 10 and 13, who are strong-willed and loud, and they don't really care about what other people think. All really, really great qualities, right, when the Lord is able to harness those. But if I'm honest, a lot of times it's embarrassing for me as a mom. So this is where I am training myself to keep my eyes on God and his kingdom and his righteousness and not on how my kids compare with everybody else, amen? Okay, 10 more seconds of rest. And then we're gonna take that two minute interval. So we're going back down the pyramid. We're on the home stretch already, you guys. Go ahead, go right here, right here. Pick it up. I want this interval, it's two minutes. I want this to feel maybe like the most challenging one yet, okay? So we made it through the longest one, but we're tired and we're gonna stay in it, okay? We're gonna keep our eyes fixed on the thing that God is calling us to do. The people he's put right in front of our eyeballs. Not where we wish we were, not that goal down the road. Those are all great things, but how can we follow the Lord in the season he has put us in today? Today. Today. 
And if you're walking through a hard place right now, you're in a season that you don't want to be. Can you choose to use the hard place as a training ground instead of constantly being frustrated, disappointed, and wondering why it has to be so hard and comparing? You guys, I'm preaching to myself. Come on, we got 45 seconds. You should be breathless. You should probably be eight, maybe a nine. We can do this 40 seconds. Use the hard places as a training ground and trust that God will give us everything we need. Come on. Woo! 20 more seconds. Pick it up just a little bit. Pick it up. Come on. Long spine, strong core. Keep breathing. 10. Five, four, three, two, one. Rest. Two minutes. Oh, I wish you could see me through <laughs> this podcast. How sweaty I am. Literally, looks like I just took a shower. <laughs> I live in Indiana, and it's been a hot and humid summer, as I know it has been in a lot of places around the country and around the world, really. And the Lord has blessed me with an extra effective cooling system, so I'm very sweaty. <laughs> and I'm just embracing it, right? So right now, I want you to think, who is someone you can cheer on as they follow God in obedience? Maybe take note right now after this workout. Who can you reach out to and say, you are doing a good job. I see you. I'm proud of you. Keep going. Come on. We need each other. We need encouragement. We need to speak life. We need to believe the best. We need to give away what we need. You guys, God dropped this phrase in my brain a while back, but it's this. The ripple effect of your obedience is unimaginable. The ripple effect of your obedience is unimaginable. Your yes to God is creating change in ways that you will never see or understand this side of heaven. Okay, we got it. 10 more seconds, and then we have another minute. Come on, three more intervals of work here in three, two, one. Bring it up. I want you at at least an eight right here. Okay, a minute. You can do it. One of my favorite quotes by Amanda Bible Williams from She Reads Truth. This might not be word for word, but something like this. Your small and steady acts of faithfulness are doing big and beautiful things in the kingdom of God. They are those small and steady acts of faithfulness, the showing up to your workouts and discipline when you would rather not, the speaking kind words to people who don't deserve it, 
the doing the dishes and sweeping the floor and getting the kids to all their activities, managing the family schedule, and no one is saying, thank you, you're amazing. You are doing big and beautiful things in the kingdom of God. Three, two, one. Back it down for a minute. Come on. These next two intervals, I want you working at your max for 45 seconds and then 30. So we are hosting an exchange student this semester from the Czech Republic, and he is an amazing kid, and is playing football. He had no previous experience with football, didn't even know the rules, but signed up to play football on the high school team. And it has been so fun to see that transformation and talk about stepping out and saying yes to something scary. But because of that, I got two other boys who play football. Eight more seconds until we work. Five, four, three, two, one. Here we go, max effort right here, come on. Come on, 45 seconds. So between three boys, one in high school, who's playing JV and dressing for varsity, one in seventh grade, junior high team, and one in fifth grade, I kid you not, 40 football games. 40 football games to get people to between the end of August and mid-October. I'm like, holy moly, this is a lot. And it's fun and it's exciting, but man, it is exhausting. Trying to manage schedules and transportation and food. Like someone's gotta figure out food on top of it, right? We got five, four, three, two, one. Bring it down. 45 seconds. You guys, we got one more, one more 30 second round. You got this. So for me right now, I'm in this, this new season, three boys, and really trying to feel like my purpose is to love and serve and speak life into them as I'm running back and forth to the school seven times a day making sure they have water bottles and snacks and <laughs> mouth guards and helmets and all the things. I know some of you get it. Okay, three, two, one. Max effort here, 30 seconds. Pump up some resistance if you got it. Pick up the pace, come on. 30 seconds of your best. Come on. 20. So obedience in this season also means our family is showing up in all of our messiness as this brand new person lives with us. Three, two, one. All right, bring it down. Come on. Heart rate's gonna come down. Okay. How about a surprise bonus at the end? Who doesn't love a good surprise bonus? <laughs> You're like, me, I don't love surprises. We're gonna rest for 30 more seconds, and then we're gonna finish with one more max effort for a minute, okay? And this is the effort 
that you are going to push yourself and you're going to trust the Lord even though you thought you were done, even though you thought you got to move on to the next thing or the next season or that you got to cool down, we're going to trust that he knows what we need, okay? When you're acting like you're fine but you ain't coping And you're listening to too much Leonard Cohen Okay, you guys ready? Oops, let me get my timer ready to go. We're going in three, two, one. Max effort, one minute. And I promise I won't spring anything else on you after this. Come on, in it with you. As you follow him in your small yeses, in your big scary yeses, in those faithful places, in whatever season. You are making a ripple effect of God's glory that's unimaginable. Even if the people aren't telling you thank you, even if you're not seeing the fruit, it's there, friends, it's there. Do you trust him? You are investing in generations of change, transformation, Every time you show up, say, God, I seek your kingdom and your righteousness and not my own. We got three, two, one, rest. Okay. Slow it down a little bit. You may not want, want to come to a complete stop yet. If you're running or jogging or biking, just kind of slow down the pace. So proud of you guys. Now we're going to taper down for about 10 minutes right here, okay? So you don't want to come to a complete stop. You want to slowly let your body recover. So now you may be at a six, coming down towards a five. As you can hear, I'm still out of breath. So, so proud of you guys. Sometimes everybody needs us. Keep going. All right. Why don't you go ahead and take a couple deep breaths into your nose. Again, just kind of steadily slowing down your pace. If you feel like you need more, listen to your body, you're free but don't give in to the lie that it wasn't enough. I know that, whoo, that just brought some tears to my eyeballs. You guys, I can never do a revving the word without crying, whether I'm listening or leading. But one of the lies I tend to believe that it's not enough. So 
So whatever lie you're holding on to right now, that's keeping you from the fullness of joy as you walk alongside the Lord in obedience. Can you just lift your palms, lift your chin, and confess? God, I'm sorry that I feel like I'm not enough. That I feel like I'm not doing enough, producing enough, working hard enough, doing the right things to make sure my kids are thriving or my marriage is thriving or things at work are going well, God, I release those things to you. It's enough, friends. It's enough. All God needs is a willing heart that says yes to him. So simple. We make it so complicated. How can you say yes to God today in the things he's calling you to? Maybe there's a, a big decision or something scary that's been hanging over your head that you feel led to say yes to, but you're afraid. Can you just open your palms and trust him? That he has immeasurably more. And that doesn't mean it's not gonna feel hard or uncomfortable or scary or that you're not gonna fail or feel awkward. Can you embrace the awkward, throw away what other people think and say yes to the Lord? Because your yes will create a ripple effect that's unimaginable. So continue to slow your pace a little bit. Maybe you need to stay in this, this place of endurance for a little bit longer. Just listen to your body. Maybe you need to stop and just worship and thank him. Thank him for opportunities to follow him in obedience, to reflect his goodness and his glory. One of my favorite verses is Psalm 34, four through five. It says, those who look to him are radiant. Their faces are never covered with shame. So as you walk with God in obedience, how can you lift your eyes to him and radiate his glory? And I know for me, it's in those messy, awkward, uncomfortable places where I show up and I have no idea what I'm doing, and that God has the most opportunity to shine his light because I'm not getting in the way. So if it feels messy and uncomfortable, you're doing it right, friend. You're doing it right. So I'm gonna ask you a hard question, but I want you to think about what idols do you need to throw away that are keeping you from obedience to God? What idols do you need to throw away to confess to him 
say, God, I'm so sorry this is keeping me from following you. I know for me, probably one of the biggest is my own comfort, security. I like to have quote unquote control over my schedule. Control. Anyone? The idol of control. When I get stressed and overwhelmed, I, I start to kind of micromanage the things around me, the people around me. And that does not come out in very happy ways to my family, let's just say. <laughs> and as we've opened our home to the student from another country with zero faith background, different personality. It's been a wonderful experience, but man, nothing exposes your yuck, or maybe I should just speak for myself. Nothing has exposed my yuck like inviting someone to live in the day in and day out of my home. I'm very much more aware of how I'm speaking, of how our family's interacting, and honestly, it's brought out some unhealthy ways of me increasing the expectations for my own kids because someone else is sharing a home. And yes, there's a level of responsibility and respect, but there's also a level of I'm trying to control. And I've really had to confess to the Lord God, <laughs> man, this is bringing up some ugliness in, in ways I, I didn't expect. I'm surprised. And though I would do it again in a heartbeat, um, working those things out is never fun. But I'm thankful that God exposes those things in my heart. Because if I'm willing to pay attention and to not just stuff and offer them to him and say, in the midst of my brokenness, <laughs> In my sin, God, I'm going to continue to follow you and to seek your glory and your righteousness. And my kids are going to see a mom who needs Jesus. So what idols are you holding onto that are keeping you from obedience to God? Maybe it's fear of what other people think. Maybe it's financial. Maybe it's comparison. Maybe it's fear, feeling unqualified. You guys submit those to the Lord and say, God, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm holding on to those things because you are so much better. Obedience is so much better than my own comfort and security. So, Father, we thank you. We thank you for your word. We thank you that you invite messy, broken, control freak people like us into the work of expanding your kingdom, God. Would you help us to lay down our idols, to lay down our fears, to lift our chin, to lift our eyes to you, to radiate your glory and claim 
that our obedience is creating a ripple effect that is unimaginable, God. Thank you for bodies that can move, for truth that works itself in our heads and then works itself out in the way that we love and serve God. It's in your name we pray. Amen. So if you haven't already, just slow all the way down. Enjoy the rest of the song. Keep your eyes on the Lord in whatever season of obedience he's calling you to.